Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. I am Madison. I'm Priscilla. And I'm Tiffany. And we are so excited. Yes, Priscilla and I both said at the same time, we are so excited to have Tiffany on our podcast episode for this week. And I guess, Tiffany, if you want to take it from here, tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is you do and uh, all the fun all the juicy stuff. All the juicy things. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I can do that. So um, I thought it would be a great idea to talk about um, my story a little bit and uh, about removing toxins in our life and whether it's toxic people or toxicity just in general, um, environmental, things like that. So um, as you guys know, my name's Tiffany and I am an integrative health coach and the CEO of Infinite Healing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And at Infinite Healing, we transform lives. We transform individuals to become the best versions of themselves. And what inspired me to start Infinite Healing was at 32, back in 2015, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had cancer twice. So the first time it was stage one melanoma, just a little removal on my face. And who would have thought it turned into a stage three, where it gets pretty serious at that stage. And, um, really, I went from like a state of living to surviving. And a lot of times we think to ourselves, we have these first world problems. Well, that became a third world problem for me. And so raising kids, being married, um, taking care of myself, just really started to um, put a different perspective into my life. And that's what really helped me start Infinite Healing. So I decided that I wanted to look at different options for medication and I wanted to utilize not only traditional medication, but I wanted to utilize, well, how can I remove toxins out of my body? How can I change my diet? What can I control in this cancer world? So I decided to control my food and supplements and also my thinking. So, um, the thinking process was, uh, I would say pretty in depth because you can't think of different things overnight. It's definitely, um, you have to remove the toxic thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and not only did I remove the toxic thinking, just removing toxins physically and, um, also looking at my spiritual life as well. So in a nutshell, that's kind of my story. Um, and I'm just really excited to help others with their story too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to, uh, really just talk about, first of all, how do we, how do we remove toxins? And really it's just looking at different areas of your life. So I always tell my clients, you know, look at the different areas such as your spirituality um, is your spirituality serving you? What about personally, the folks that you surround yourself with, like the circle of friends, are they supporting you? Are they toxic for you? Um, and 
really look at yourself too. Are you being your own abuser? Are you talk, you know, being toxic to yourself uh, mentally and physically? So there's different areas of life that you can look at. And that's what I just really did. I, I took a step back and looked at the different areas of how I can become more uh, whole, if you will. I love that. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you when you first got diagnosed with stage three? I still remember the day actually, and the feeling I had this pit in my stomach and it felt like I kind of, like I said before, where I was living and now all of a sudden I'm surviving. Like the doctors were like, this is very, very serious. You're going to get surgery. You're going to get treatment and radiation, and you have to figure out who you want to see and do all this for you. And it was just like, Whoa, I don't know my options. Where can I go? Um, I went all the way down to Milwaukee and then I decided to, uh, stay in green Bay and really, um, it, it was a survival mode. I had this, my world, but then I had my cancer world. And so it was really different to think in that way because we don't think about life that way. We're thinking about dreams and what do we want to do and our future. Well, I had taken my future and it was right in the moment of like that day in the moment, what can I do? So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I wish I could say I, I can relate to you on a, on a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad got diagnosed with stage three colon cancer back when I was in high school and it was genetic. So me and my sister, um, yeah, have to go down the same exact path and start all of our testing and stuff. I started all uh, this coming year for me. And that truly has what started my, you know, um, journey into all things healthy Mm -hmm. lifestyle, right? Because cancer, uh, it's totally affected my life. And it's, horrible thing. I wish people, <laughs> I would, I would give anything for people to not know what that experience is like. So, um, mm-hmm. as you're talking about the, all this, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I totally know what you're saying. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and I don't want it to sound really scary because really at going through this afterwards, my story, I feel is a blessing. Like I was able to take control of my thoughts. I, for whatever reason, um, God still has me here. And, um, but again, it just went back to, well, what can I control and how can I just be in the moment versus always being this human doer? And, um, what, what could I do to, to control my own situation? Again, it was food environment, um, you know, mindset. And so I wouldn't say that I would do it all over again, but I definitely look at cancer very differently. Now I look at it as an imbalance. And because we all have cancer cells, like we've, we all have cancer cells in our body. And for a long time, I was afraid that it was going to be coming back. And, you know, I'm five years out now. Um, but I had to really look at it as an imbalance in the body versus, oh my gosh, it's cancer. It's the big C word. Right. Right. Yeah. So how can we make good copies of cells versus allowing the bad ones to take over? Well, food is medicine. And 
again, that's why I got into um, integrative medicine is because food is information and it's medicine. So how can we help our bodies through anything really? Yep. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that piece you mentioned about controlling your mind and like where you were at mentally and like what the journey was, maybe some like really big mental breakthroughs for you and like how that was, was there some of them were fast, some of them were like slower. Just talk to us through that. What was that like? So you guys might not think that I'm like really crazy about what I'm going to tell you, but I was in a place, I have to tell you where I was at in order for you to understand where I am now. So where I was at was I was in a place of, oh my gosh, who's going to take care of my kids and who's going to be a wife to my husband. So I was thinking I was dying. So that's where I was. I was at a low vibration of thinking where I didn't know. I was just like, okay, I'm accepting that I'm dying. This is happening. And then I saw my husband and he, he was like, why are you saying this to me? And he was crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, why am I saying this to you? So it took his reaction for me to respond in a different way. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to cling to the God that I serve because I am a spiritual being and look at scripture and and identify the ones that help me. And um, I really meditated on positive affirmations, whether it was the Bible, whether it was just positive affirmations in general, or even the ones that I came up with on my own, I meditated on those all the time, day in and day out. I mean, I had like sticky notes, like post-it notes all over just so I could redirect my thinking at all costs. And yeah, I had lows for sure, especially triggers. I would be going back in for treatment and I had that trigger of okay, you guys are all, you know, you can't even be in the room with me because this Mm -hmm. medication is so toxic, but yet it's going into Mm -hmm. my body. Cool. Um, how, what can I do to control this? My thinking? Oh yeah. So I would bring a book or just really redirect my thinking. And, but I wanted to share with you guys where I was to where I am now. And I'm like, wow, those are really crazy thoughts, but certain situations can, can kind of do that to you, you know, whether it's depression or anxiety, whatever it is, it can bring us to a low. They do, you know, they, when they set our family down, they said positive mindset was huge in terms of the healing process. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to have your hard days, but, um, you have to carry on somehow find that positive mindset. My dad is like you in terms of, um, being super spiritual, my entire family is. And so he did the same thing. He mm-hmm. relied on scripture. He relied on positive people. Um, on the days where he felt he could not do it anymore, my sister and I, which at the time we were both, oh my God, 17, you know, 14 years old, mm-hmm. were, would have to say, no, yes, you can, and you will, and you are, and he did. And so I love that you're talking about that um, because it, I totally know that that's a huge part in not even just a cancer journey, but in any Mm -hmm. journey that you are faced with, 
Tiffany, where's your mindset at now? How do you like view things differently? My mindset right now is at like, I don't even think about, mm-hmm. I don't even think about um, cancer the same yeah. way I used to. I think that the things that we go through happen for us. And I've changed as mm-hmm. an individual, like 360. So I actually think honey and the things that I've gone through because it's helped me become a better mom, a wife, yeah. a human. Um, I have more empathy for people. So I actually bless the discontent that I had. I love that. that I want. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't <laughs> go through it again, but. But it, ta- <laughs> I, it does. It. And, and we, you know, I, I always say every experience that is put into your life, good or bad is, is it's meant for you. God has put that or has, I guess, um, given you that journey for a reason. There's a purpose mm-hmm. to his plan. And, you know, it, sometimes it's hard to view it that way, but I truly wholeheartedly believe that every single circumstance that we are put into in this lifetime, you know, is all a part of what God's plan is for our life. And, um, yeah, I mean, to just go about it again with grace, with positivity, um, putting your faith first, uh, allowing, mm-hmm. to, you know, leaning on God in the unknown. It's a really hard thing to do, but it's something I think, you know, you have to do. Right. Well, it's yes. the unknown. That's what's scary. You know, we're walking into the unknown territory of change and you know, without, without permission, because when you're given a diagnosis, it's like, Oh, I didn't ask for this. I didn't, you know, versus, Oh, I'm going to move into a different home. That's change. I I'm giving myself permission to look for a different home. So I'm changing that. Um, and so it's unknown territory and we're not quite sure how to be and how to act. So it's really just, getting in tune with yourself and becoming aware, like being hyper aware of your absolutely, and where are you at with things? Mm -hmm. I love that distinction on change. Yes. So ask for and the change that you didn't, or you don't feel like you get a say. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Most of the time then we're willing, like if it's something that we're like, Oh, sure. I, I would love to do that versus, oh, this is happening to me right yeah. now. A divorce even. Like if somebody didn't choose it, you know, it's changed. But if someone didn't choose to, to be divorced, um, anything really, any situation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk a little bit about yes. food, if yes, you guys yes. are okay with that. Yeah. Go for it. Um, because I think food is medicine and good old Dr. Hippocrates talked about um, let food be thy medicine. And with how things are going now, um, with how our earth is changing and the, the soil is changing with the pH and all of that, we yeah. are, we're definitely nutrient deficient. And so I think it's really important to not only eat good living foods, 
Um, so there's living foods versus dead foods, but we, that could be a whole new podcast, but I'll stay on track. Um, (laughs) but you know, it's important that we do take in supplements (laughs) to help our bodies, um, throughout, you know, the, our journey. So, um, one of my natural doctors who, who's a mentor of mine, he said to me, he's like, there really is no good food, bad food. He's like, but think of it like this. How does that food nurture you? What is it going to do to energize you? Do you eat avocado or a donut in the morning? And I'm like, Hmm, that's a good, that's a good analogy. And so it's really, you know, people don't want to be restricted. They don't want to be on diets, but what about a new lifestyle living longer, healthier, instead of I'm going to retire at 65 And then I'm going to spend all of my life savings on getting better Mm -hmm. to try to heal. Why don't we do that now with the bodies that we have at the ages that we are? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to like put that little plug in there about food, because it's really important that we honor our bodies and and nurture them. I love that. When I had my Zyto scan, you mentioned the living um, versus like dead food. A little bit. So I know you said that that could be a whole little mm-hmm. podcast episode. Um, but do you just want to take like a surface dive at it and just kind of like expand on that? Sure. Yeah, sure. So if you think of us as, uh, um, I would say like energy that has frequencies, um, feeling sad or feeling depressed is like a low mm-hmm. frequency. And if you look at it like a pyramid, so that's at the bottom of the pyramid. And if you go to the way, way top, you'll find joy there as a frequency, as a higher vibration of frequency where we feel really, really good. Well, it's the same thing with foods. So we can have living foods at the top. They're alive. They're, you know, from the earth, or we can have dead foods at the bottom. So like a cooked egg would be a low frequency because it's dead food, although it gives us protein it doesn't give us a high vibration. So it's just important to look at that pyramid as a, you know, having a balance, you know, if you're feeling really, really low, maybe you, maybe you could eat uh, colorful foods that are living like pineapples or oranges or lemons um, versus like, you know, a fat juicy cheeseburger and a milkshake. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> but um, where is it going to leave you in it as far as mood goes and frequencies go? So that's really a, the, the pyramid that I think of is the, the frequencies between the different types of foods we can put in our bodies to, to help us feel either good or not so good. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. What about like sauteing your vegetables? Yeah what, what do you think of like that in terms of like frequencies? Yeah. Yeah. It's so yummy. I love sauteing vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you're going to eat vegetables, like, and you're not going to eat raw vegetables, well, fine. We're just going to saute them. (laughs) Um, it's obviously not as a higher vibration or frequency, but, um, at least you're getting some type of nutrients in and you could always drink greens if you wanted Mm -hmm. to. Um, I love juicing. Oh my goodness. If the first time you have a freshly squeezed, good green juice, 
it literally feels like your cells are on like a zing. It just feels <laughs> so vibrating through your body. And, and yes. I still remember the first time I had a, a, a good glass of green juice. I was like, I feel like I just took, you know, something that's yes. not so good for me, but this is great. <laughs> yes. So if you're going to saute them, go, go for it. But um, yeah, just having that balance of lifestyle is really what it's all about. That's I love a great that. question. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. a good one, Priscilla. So Tiffany, when you were going through cancer, what did your diet look like? Or if you want to say lifestyle, um, because sometimes diet is a triggering word for people, but what did that look like for you? What did you start changing? Because you mentioned mm-hmm. you started changing your thoughts and you also mentioned that you started changing your food. Yeah. So that's a really good question because it brings me back to what was, what was I eating? And first of all, the emotion behind the eating was not serving me. That emotion was fear. So fear was actually the driving force for eating healthier, which is not healthy. It's kind of like an oxymoron. So I hope that our listeners here think about the intent behind the lifestyle behind the foods that they eat. It's not eating, you know, or or living to eat. It's eating to live. And that's not my quote, but, um, you know, think about the, the intent behind it or the emotion behind food, because there's so many emotions behind food. Um, so I actually lost a lot of weight, Priscilla, um, where my sugars were really, really low. They were at a 50 at one point, And that's really low, um, where you where for me, I should be around like a hundred. So I went from vegetarian, then I went to vegan. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot do this vegan for like two weeks. I just felt starved and I lost a lot of weight. And so my doctors were really getting concerned. They're like, I don't think the lifestyle you're, you're choosing right now is something you can keep up with. And I kind of got upset at them, but they were right. And so then I was like, all right. So I kind of went in different phases. So I thought to myself, gosh, you know, I don't want to eat out of fear because anything that I would eat, I felt like it was going to harm my body, even if it was nurturing. So I had to think about food differently and, um, so once I started thinking about food differently and not allowing that fear to, to drive me, I started to think about self-love. So how can I love my body and feed the food that I, that I need and want? So again, between fear and then love, that's where the emotions started to, you know, those are the two driving emotions. I love that. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. That's powerful. What would you say to someone who is in a place of fear, but has made kind of like that recognition, or maybe they're hearing this and they're like, wow, yeah, I'm eating out of fear. I'm afraid of my food. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that's very true, especially in America. Um, Yeah. We're like, told left and right oh this is bad sugar's bad for you fat's bad for you you know all these different things and then yeah I think a lot of us do maybe even have the fear of like my food is going to make me gain weight like there's so much like fear behind Mm -hmm. food 
what would you say to someone who is in that situation? Like maybe what would you even say to yourself, like to like help yourself along that journey of moving from fear to love, because you can recognize it, but before you get there, there's often like a battle where you bounce back and forth with those types of emotions. I personally feel, and I'm just curious, like what, how you like coached yourself through that or how you would say to someone else, this is how you don't be afraid of your food anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's a really good, really good question. And, and I think it starts with, first of all, awareness. So, you know, someone has to be aware that the fear is driving them. So that's the first step. And I think the second step is asking, where does this thought come from? So kind of getting down to that, where does this thought come from? And is this serving a good purpose? Mm -hmm. And if you can answer that in a way that you're like, well, no, it's not serving me. So, you know, then what, what next steps do you, do you get to take? Not necessarily need to, but what do you get to take and how do you change that mindset? So um, another question could be, do you like the results that it's giving you? You know, um, Priscilla, you mentioned weight. Um, It could be, okay, well, I go out every Friday night and I have my pizza and I have Mm -hmm. my beer because I'm so-called rewarding myself. Well, do you like the results that it's giving you? Yeah. You know, um, and the same thing for really anything. It could be diabetes. It could be um, high blood pressure, you know, hormones, all that. So it doesn't have to be just, you know, one or two things, but, and then the last question could be, um, do you want to keep feeling this way? Do you want to keep this? And so if you journal that out, ask yourself these coaching questions, you'll have an awareness of how you're thinking and feeling and you'll get so uncomfortable. Will you, where you will start to change because people don't really change things until they get uncomfortable. I mean, it's just the truth about human nature. We don't change stuff until we get uncomfortable. So thinking about it that way. And how long do you really want to live a life, a good life, a feeling healthy, vibrant, energetic? Yes. Yes. So yeah. Yes to all of that. Ask yourself all those questions. (laughs) That is so good. And I feel like, to all of our listeners like that right there what tiffany just did is like the gold that tiffany can offer you as a client of hers like that's what's sitting in tiffany's space with tiffany sounds like and feels like so this i love that i this is why i love tiffany <laughs> this is oh, why we love you, Priscilla. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that fills my heart with joy. <laughs> that that brings you to a high energy level. Yes, girl. Yes, it does. <laughs> Priscilla, is there any other? Awesome. Is it, well, first of all, Tiffany, is there anything else you want to share? Anything else that's on your heart? Um, and then I guess Priscilla, if there's any other questions you can think of or anything like that. Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to share my story. I think it's definitely a a platform to, 
you know, um, magnify the creator that, that I serve and, um, that many of us serve. So thank you for allowing us to, um, allowing me to magnify him through this podcast. And hopefully it's helped a lot of people, um, whether it's, you know, today or they're listening, you know, 15 years from now. Um, I just hope that, you know, people are, are willing to understand that they, they too can make changes within themselves and they're, they're worth it. Yes. I so love that. Tiffany, I have a question for you. What are, you mentioned meditating on scripture and I think that that's so powerful. Like, it's literally in the Bible that that's something we should do. So I would be curious to hear what is a scripture that you've been meditating on lately? Um, I would say for gosh, lately there's, Oh my gosh. I love Psalms. Like Psalms is amazing. Um, there's, what is it? It's Psalms 97. I want to say, And it's something like, I'm going to look it up here. He who dwells in the most high will abide in the shelter of the almighty. I think it's Psalm 90. Is it 91? Maybe Mm, Um, it's like a protection. Yes. It's Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I love that one. Yeah. There's so much protection and peace in that. Mm. There, there really is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God talks about rescuing and protecting and, you know, acknowledging it's so good. There's so much richness to that scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole Psalms are so beautiful and Mm -hmm. that is a beautiful chapter. Mm -hmm. Tiffany, if someone wants to get in contact with you, how would they get in contact with you? And where is your new place located? Cause I don't think we've even talked about that, but you're in Yes, I am. I am located at uh, In Spirit Wellness. Um, uh, my business is Infinite Healing, and we are off of Creamery Road in De Pere. If anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can go to my website. That's infinitehealing247.com. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for being Tiffany, on it, Yes, it was such a pleasure getting to meet you, getting to chat with you. Yes. And thank words you. cannot express how much we both appreciate it, truly. Oh, thank you, ladies. I appreciate both of you. I hope you have a great night. You too. Thank you. Bye, All everybody. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk, Talk soon. soon. So your house next week? Yes, can't wait.